The following episode is brought to you by the generous donations of Laura Pickren, Daryl Delaney, Darren Katzka, Devious Pop-Tart, Irene Viarito, Ryan Royce, Andy Dossett, Danielle Bramhall-Smith, Elizabeth Clark, Eric Whitman, Jessica Smith, Charles Compton, Natasha Rallerson, Richard Cree, The Cam Family, David Scrams, Dustin Troop, Edvarth Arnoff, Michael Clark, Rebecca Gauman, and Shelby Johnson, as well as all of our generous patrons. I'm your game master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. And welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? Ended the fight with whatever it is that's in the ram. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then retreated because we were all just, well, not all of us, but many of us were terribly injured. Banged <laughs> the heck up, for real. Ob and Reynard and Milo all took significant injury in the fight. Uh, although not as significant as whatever is driving the ram, right? Because we really messed the ram up. Really impressed that it got away. Well, oh, we aren't actually one hundred percent sure. We shot. We, we definitely critted on the ram at least four times, right. And dropped the ram off of a building. I guess taken away. So it got away. They got, we? Whatever it is, got like the ram's chassis got hauled into a building. We are not clear whether there is still a living yes spirit inside the ram. Fully fair. Sure. So yeah, um, that is what happened. So we're going to be picking up uh, a little bit of time afterwards. We're going to have some interim activities that happen between now and when we pick up for the next quote-unquote job. Uh, Top of mind, Milo, speaking of getting really goofed up, um, Milo suffered a pretty devastating critical injury for his skill set, Head Ringer, which means you're increasing the difficulty of all intellect and cunning checks until this thing gets taken care of. So we're going to go pay a visit to Dr. Maris Pebblefist. Yes, please. Um, okay. So uh, he's an underground doctor, operates during night. So you have to wait until late, late, late evening. Um, and you all stopped by there at the end of the last arc. Uh, we just kind of hand waved it. But Milo, you're just constant migraines like something like hit you hard and you're not getting better you're sleeping a lot more than you used to having having trouble thinking clearly yeah um so you find the little uh, much difference in that (laughs) you're not here (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you find the little unassuming door no no sign uh over it no no markings and uh you're able to go up and give it a knock um, and you see a little panel slide in the door down about dwarf height, and you see a pair of very intensely green eyes, like two emeralds, look about and then look down at you like, Hey, Milo, what do you need? I did my, my, <laughs> I 
got my bell rung, and I need I need doctor. All right. Anybody follow you? <laughs> I don't believe so, no. Well, if, give me a second, I'll unlock it. Very well. All right. And you hear... As a distant relative of Thor and Stone Uncle. <laughs> there's so a that, reason they're the lesser clans. I was yeah. going to say, there's a reason that one of them is a high-ranking member in the official, in, like, in a part of the official city bureaucracy, mm-hmm. or like the other way is too an underground sawbones. <laughs> um, finally, the door swings open, and you see um, a... Uh, You've seen uh, Eris's like enhanced gauntlet that she did to repair her hand, whereas Maris uh, takes the much more direct um, chop and build approach. And so he has two prosthesis legs and two prosthetic arms, and uh, he just kind of opens the door and waves you in. And armored, very Warforge-esque, but certainly not the same. Uh, I mean, A, he has five fingers, Warforge. Right, not the same caliber. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they do look very ramshackled together. Um, come on in. All right. So, uh, what's, what's, what's going on? I, it's just my constant headaches and. Oh, I, he puts a finger up. You hear that? I don't know. I, I don't hear anything. Good. Neither. That's what you sound like. <laughs> Good. Neither do I. Guys, Eric's doing character work. <laughs> and it's so good. It is great. So your your head? Yes, it's sleeping a lot. And while you're talking, he starts like pulling your eyes open and like mm-hmm. this like inches away from your face, just looking into your eyes while you continue talking. Yes. Trouble trouble sleeping, const, constant headache. Uh, just I can't think very, very clearly. Mm. And then he like grabs your jaw and opens it and starts looking at your teeth also. Like, how's your appetite? Um, not as good as usual. Are you brushing enough? Uh, always. Good. Okay. All right, Milo. Well, uh, I'll I'll see what I can do. Go ahead and lay down here. And he's got a cot on the floor. Just not, not a surgical table, just a cot on the floor. Um, and he directs you to lay down. Um, so he is going to make a medicine check. Um, it is a two purple difficulty. Um, the pool starting out is two yellow, two green, two purple. Um, because he is an underground doctor, we're going to add a black for lack of proper implements and hygiene for the medicine that he performs. And I'm going to flip one to change one red or one purple into a red. Right. And I flipped one. Okay. You're going to flip one. Yes. Okay. So. Three yellow, one green, one red, one purple, one black. So, oh, there's a despair. We have four success and a despair. So you're healed, so but you're, there's a despair. But. So your, um, yeah, you you uh, he starts put applying pressure in different points, and then just says, "Relax, relax, relax, relax." Like he's saying it very low, like into your, like he's brought his head down next to your head. Relax, relax, and then he just snaps. And you feel like three things pop in your neck. And all of a sudden, things just start to clear up a little bit. Oh, yes. You're not yeah. sure if he actually fixed anything or it's just like endorphins from the, the cracking bones. But is, is he still smoking from the head? <laughs> yeah, my, Yes, you, you still have a nice little 
stream of smoke. It's the despair, um, he can only look to the left now. The, 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 the despair, <laughs> the hole in his head whistles now, too. Like a tea kettle. Yeah, a, a negative aspect of Milo's obligation. Like, basically, we have rolled Milo's obligation for this session. So at some point during the session, something related to Milo's obligation is going to mess things up. Missed that roll. <laughs> well, no, we didn't. Now we have. That's the despair. Oh, now we have. That's the despair, is that it's as if we rolled Milo's obligation. There was no okay. obligation. Um, okay. But now... Um, okay. So, um, but yeah, you, you feel better. How do you feel, Milo? I, I, I feel much better. Good. Thank you, Maris. Good. Okay. Just, uh, eat a couple of oranges. Stay up past three. You'll be good. <laughs> Ex- excellent. I always, I always appreciate your, your advice. I'm glad. All right, you can let the next person in. Very. There's very no one else out here. Is that weird? <laughs> <laughs> if, if I see someone, I, I will send them in. Appreciate that, it. That guy right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, They're always around. <laughs> okay, so uh, cut to a couple days later. Um, and Reynard, I believe you're in the market for some new weaponry. Yes. Has Reynard ever been to Eris's new residence? No. So I want to know how long it takes Reynard to realize that Eris doesn't live at the four sales anymore. Uh, probably like Reynard showing up to the four sales, waiting and like, for a like, while. Reynard, you need anything? Yes. What can I get you? Eris. What? She's not here. Well, when is she going to be home? Um, she doesn't live here. What anymore? She hasn't lived here for a while. I mean, she kept some stuff here, but she didn't live. Why would you kick her out? I, she moved out of her own volition. Like I said, some time ago. Well, you think you know someone. <laughs> you think someone knows someone as well. <laughs> well, where can I find her? Uh, she's down in Fallen. No, 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 no. High Walls. High Walls, thank you. She's down in High Walls. Anything more specific than that, or am I just supposed to wander around? That's a district in the city. What are you talking about? She's I. She said that she was getting set up in a spot where she could work. So someplace big. I don't know. She didn't leave an address. I guess, I guess I'll go. Great. Hey, Artie. You need scratches. Cat. Oh, are you having fun with my cat? <laughs> Great. Great at finding things, right? Yes. 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 Oh, maybe you can find Eris. <laughs> <laughs> Artie just looks at you and hops down off the bar and walks out the door. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I love that. Like uh, Artie leads you to... Artie immediately, as soon as you get into high walls, just keeps trucking and walks right up to the door of like a large It's warehouse. not hard. There's a now elaborate like spray paint mural on the outside of the building. <laughs> Eris's um, crib. <laughs> no, it definitely says Tasha's. Oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, you know Eris's art style to well enough to be able to spot it easily. So, yeah. Okay, well, then that is where Reynard goes. Okay. What, is, what are you doing, Eris, when Reynard arrives? Uh, Eris is 
Um, uh, Eris is working on uh, actually regular construction. Um, she and she and Olive are engaged in building in in a, adding a loft okay. to the place so that there can be separated living quarters. And so I'm imagining that Olive has her has her arm rig on yep. and is holding things in place while while Eris walking on the walls with her boots is like bolting things down. Yep. Eris has probably got an air elemental powered nail gun now and, and it's just And Eris has also rigged up a larger version of a speaking stone, but designed to project music oh, yeah. loudly while they're working. Yeah. Uh, it's some some it's a weird, metal. It's a weird mix <laughs> because there's definitely a bunch of Dargul metal, but also there's, we've never established what Olive listens to, but there's whatever Olive listens to, which I imagine to be wildly different mm-hmm. in, in its tone. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you walk up to the brightly colored, to the brightly colored large building out of which loud, incomprehensible to you music is coming. <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> in the saddest neighborhood you've ever been. Like, <laughs> although the street lamps have been working better than normal. Yes, yes. So okay, well, I, that's what you see when you walk in. Guess I knock. <laughs> there is absolutely no answer. You, you can tell from the the you volume don't of the hear music. your knock. Yeah. So I try to open the door. It, it, you can walk in. Yeah. Wonderful. Several traps. For, yeah. <laughs> and Reynard sees quite the spectacle. <laughs> Eris looks up. Olive also like uses her. She's she's also like propped up, elevated with the two bottom legs holding her up, and she kind of turns and like, Reynard, what are you doing here? And I just see mouths moving because the music is so loud. Oh, <laughs> uh, Eris reaches out with the gauntlet and gestures in the volume. Hi, Reynard. Hello. What are you doing here, Eris? I- <laughs> right, music. Sorry. What are you doing here? Well, I was I was wondering if you would um help. Build me something. That's the best way that Raynor knows to sell it to her. <laughs> and there, there's this That's look. That's thing would work for Hob. <laughs> there's a look of suspicion on her face. What for? Uh, well, well, to help us all out collectively. In what way? What? What you want? Wait. What you want me to build? Well, I'm just basing off of our last um encounter. I feel like I need to up my. Uh, Firepower? You want you want a weapon? Yes. Olive is just smirking because she knows at that point the the hook is set. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of weapon? Well, something uh, powerful and easily concealable, uh, and and uh, I don't know, maybe with a fun twist. A fun twist. Yeah, it was something spicy to it. I think he's giving you free range to add something. Right. Okay. I just don't think Raynard would think of the thing we already established. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, we're doing this right now, so, oh. so sit sit over there and wait. <laughs> smile on your face. Eris. Eris, we can, we can, it all says quietly, like, we can take a break. Like, it's, it's okay. Right, fine. And Olive lowers her legs down to ground level and unharnesses. Eris walks down to the floor um, and walks over. 
Okay, so you want something that you can like stick inside your coat. Yes. Okay. Um, so like if I made, uh, and she, she's over at her table and she slides various things just away, uh, and, and starts sketching. So like a, um, like, and like an end crossbow, uh, but the crossbars would stick out so you can't stick that in your coat. So like, what if I made like a, a small handheld version of of the Fletcher and it wouldn't be as powerful or as awesome. Well, I wouldn't want to step on your toes. <laughs> but but it would be awesome. I just picture Eris like drawing, yeah, sketching that's something out. What's happening, right? And Reynard like over the shoulder, and they have a moment of like, we've never been this close. <laughs> <laughs> physically, yeah, we've never been this physically close together. Um, and she begins, yeah, I mean, she begins sketching out what what amounts to a a sort of pistol um, that would fire small. Small bolts, not unlike what her what her Fletcher shoots. Um, well, I could do. Um, I've been trying to work with. You know, I've always worked with air moats, but I've been since we went down in the cogs so many times. It got me thinking about because you know you can there's there's a, a closer to a Fernian uh, manifest zone down there. And I was thinking capture a couple of fire moats and see what that would do and so if i got a fire moat and i installed it into the uh, the frame here i could superheat the bolts as they come out and then they would burn whatever they hit well i, I like the sound of that <laughs> yeah that would be awesome um and then she gets going so <laughs> wait you actually have any money yes how much money? Uh, I can I can give you. I'm gonna lowball at first. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've I've got fifty gold. I could give you. Okay, I can make something for fifty gold. <clears throat> All right, so. Yeah, it'll mark up. It'll be cooler at fifty gold. <laughs> Uh, no, that I mean of of the of the positive qualities of Eris, uh, one is absolutely that she she builds things at cost because she spends all of the money on additional awesome stuff to it. Um, okay, so what we're gonna do is a is a hand crossbow, but we're gonna add a flaming quality to it, which is gonna add one damage. And a burn rating of two, um, which what's the base cost on a hand crossbow? Seven hundred fifty. Yeah. Okay. And it's a rarity five. five. Okay. So this adds. Excuse me. This adds three hundred and fifty. So we are at eleven hundred silver, which you're giving me fifty gold. And I get to put and I craft things for half the when you craft things it's for half the price. So we're at five hundred and fifty, and you're giving me five hundred. So, um, 
All right. And that adds one. So we're at a total rarity of six, which makes it a hard check and takes me. Um, Imagine Aaron doing, Aris doing the math and be like, I'll give you a 5% discount because it's for the group. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm trying to remember the time requirements since that might conceivably be relevant depending on number of days equal to the rare. So this will take me, this will take basically, it'll take me about a week to do it. All right. And you have to, you have to come down to the cogs and help me capture a fire moat. Sounds simple. It's not. Sounds like a thing we're going to do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so at some point during the week, Eris and Reynard go down to the cogs and. Oh hey guys, what's up? Hi oh, Smith. Um, <laughs> we're going over to the to the to the lava. Go. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay bye. Also, um, oh yeah. Is it okay if I temper some things in the pool? Oh. Like that's what it's for, though, right? Like I don't want to yeah, take the water. Yeah, but yeah. I just want to actually temper yeah, something yeah, that yeah. I'm making. Just if if you could like say say some. Something to own it up. What if, what, but I don't know how to do that. What if you do it while I temper it? Because then Onatar will still hear. Okay. But yeah. you'll say it better than fine, I will. Fine, fine, fine. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so what this ends up being is Eris uh, captures a couple of fire motes and installs one in, and then she gets um, some steel, which she works uh, in some... Um, some jade, as she almost always does, uh, and makes a bunch of little, um, and, and basically builds the frame out of this dark greenish steel with, what is Reynard's general color aesthetic like? Like golden brown. Okay. So it's this dark greenish steel, like a lot of the Fletcher is, um, but with, uh, with brighter brighter colors to it than the than the Fletcher has. There's a there's a lot of gold fittings and the, the rivets are all in are all um, a bright yellow. Uh, and then she uses the she tempers all of the frame in the uh, the steel for the frame in the pool just to see what happens. Our owners are who are in heaven. Right. Yeah. I mean. um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> saw. saw. Right, yeah. Um and okay. Should someone sing? <laughs> if nope. you okay. want to, All right. I guess. <laughs> and Normally it's saxophone solos that are part of Onita's uh, rights. That's so, so weird. If, That's if such a weird thing. <laughs> That's his preferred yeah, instrument. Lucky for you. <laughs> oh my gosh. People listen to this. I think there's a cultural delineation to be made. You're either a Bleecker Street saxophone person or a Careless Whisper saxophone person. And you have to pick a side. Smith is Careless Whisper. Absolutely. Um. <laughs> uh, okay. So we are making something. So the difficulty is hard because the rarity total is six and difficulty is half the rarity. Unless Eric is going to screw with us. Um, you put it like that, that seems like there's ill intent, but yeah, I am going to flip a story point uh-huh. because it's part of a game. Because oh, <clears throat> wants to destroy your weapon. It be... wouldn't destroy it, it just would gain the inferior quality. Mm-hmm. 
I said Bleecker Street earlier, and then the song's called Baker Street. I just want to apologize <laughs> to all the Jerry Rafferty fans out there. <laughs> Those. And I think that covers it. <clears throat> okay. Oh, this is mechanics, not artifice. Crafting without specifically magic. <clears throat> oh, God. The favorable dice very much outweigh the negative dice on yes. this roll, but we'll see. Okay. Cookie so we're, I think we're pretty good. I think we're in pretty good shape here. All right. So and yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. So we ended up with two success and five advantage. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Five advantage is real good. Um, let's see. I can two of them. make it easier to make things in the future i can decrease its encumbrance i can reduce the cost of the next item i craft similar item i craft as limited ammo quality or otherwise um craft an additional one i tell you what uh eric let me pitch you this since there's nothing that goes up to five um, on this chart. Normally, a hand crossbow has the prepare quality. Can I spin these five to make it magazine fed like the Fletcher so that he doesn't have to reload each shot? Sure. Okay. That was exactly what I was going to pitch uh, after you were done pitching yours. So. Okay, so the... Which magazine? Men's Both. health, Cosmo, <laughs> boys' life. <laughs> what? Boys' life, men's health. Cosmo snuck in there. The Sharn Times. The Sharn Times. Yep. The new Sharnker. Wow. All right. So here are the qualities. Sharnker. Here are the qualities of your weapon, there. <laughs> Reynard, it's only getting worse, guys. You ready to write down the qualities of your weapon? Um, yeah. Eris <clears throat> would describe this as a uh, as a as a hand Fletcher. I'll just put that in. Jeff would call it a gun. Hand Fletcher, got it. Uh, okay, so this is going to use your ranged skill. Mm -hmm. It has a range of short. <clears throat> it has a damage, a base damage of six. Okay. A crit of two. Not go two. An encumbrance of one. Or I'm sorry, of two. An encumbrance of two. Mm hmm. Um, and it's. Uh, it has no hard points. Its special qualities burn two. And there you go. That's. Those are the qualities of the weapon. Okay. Okay. His wand. <laughs> um, okay, and that was after. after I don't know what to do. That it's just a stick. Um, <laughs> I could make you. <laughs> it literally is a stick. Um, it's, it's, a, a it's, a burnt, it's a burnt stool leg, right? right. That's. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's a burnt stick. Um, okay, Hob. Anything you want to do? Oh man, Hob just. Uh, Hob has a critical injury. You want to um, get, you wanna you wanna get, get that taken care of? He, he doesn't want to go see Dr. <laughs> Pebblefist, though. 
I think. Well, if I think if I would have known beforehand Dude. about it, I might have had second thoughts. He's good at what he does. I'm trying to figure out if Hob would just deal with it for another couple of days. It does not heal without intervention, right? Correct. There's no time to this. Correct. And you can try a resilience roll once a week to get it taken care of. Okay, I think I want to try that. Okay. So it's an average, so it's two purple difficulty. Two purple, okay. Can I get a boost for having... Uh, <laughs> having... <laughs> I was going to say, I, I did specifically go and get like herbs and poultices and things. I, know, I didn't know if it helped with the critical or not. That was mainly for my actual wounds, which I was able to take care yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to make, you know, not, not die. Just trying to not die. <sighs> okay. Uh, these cancel, yeah? No, yeah. those are oh no, those yeah. are threats. So it cancel that cancels with the tr- with the yellow. So two successes yeah. and no threat or advantage. There you go. So it's healed. Yeah, we're done. So critical injury is healed. Great. Okay. Okay, gang. So um, once Eris is done working on Reynard's weapon, um, and actually, Milo, you have another critical injury still. Uh, yes. wound. Yes. Go and make a resilience roll, one purple difficulty to see if that heals uh, on its own in the interim. It was one one yeah. success, one threat. One success, one threat. Yes. Okay, take a point of strain to kick the session off. Uh, but now you no longer have any critical injuries. Yay. Okay. So, um, you all get a notice from your favorite person, Vigo, um, that. Uh, has a meeting, um, and calls you all up to Boromar HQ to, to take the meeting in his office. So he has an office now. He's the head. He's the head of one of the branches of the clan. Yeah, he's a something head. He's <laughs> a very important halfling. Um. So do you all? I mean, we go to the job we were coming to. Um. Okay, so um, once you're in uh, Vigo's office, Jason is there, um, standing vigil, and uh, he goes, "Hi, everyone. How's it? How's it going?" He he no longer has the face mask. He is he is healed up. Still a little little bend in the nose. Um, didn't quite heal right, but uh, no longer has the mask on. Vigo, you look different. Yeah, yeah, I got the got the mask off. Ah, oh, that's what it is. <laughs> that's what I I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> what 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 can we do for you? Uh, so we got a um, a job that we'd like to see you all take care of. Um, we had an issue with a uh, shipment of Abstentia that was coming into town that we purchased. And uh, we hired, well, we hired somebody to intercept a transport of Abstentia. So we paid for it in that way. Uh, But this individual that we hired double-crossed us, gave it to Dask. Uh, So we need to figure out who they are. They operate under an alias. And then get them delivered back here. Or ideally um, have them... Delivered back here, but if you're worried they're going to get away, then just making sure they don't double cross us again. Who is it we're delivering? 
Um, they go by the, uh, like I said, they operate under a name. Um, I have a lead on how you can find out who it is, but they go by the Carrion. Um, is that a jaunty accent in apostrophe sort of thing, or are we talking about rotten meat here? Uh, the C-A-R-R-I-O-N. Um, wait, wait. <clears throat> We're abducting someone? Uh, retrieval and delivery, which you've done before. Not of a person. I mean, there was that business with the head. But we were not told what that was. That was a head? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, basically they stole from us. And so, um, what from us? A shipment of abstentia. You all would know abstentia is a drug. Awesome. Um, it's... Uh, I should have missed votes. Um, it induces a dreamlike... Well, not a dreamlike state. It, the people go to sleep on it, but report like when they wake up having very vivid dreams. So it's not hallucination. It's dreaming very intensely is what the drug does. Um, so drinking a Red Bull and then going to sleep. Uh, How addictive is it? Uh, abstentia, it, it's, it's, I mean, no more addictive than Talacaf. People can, can become dependent on it, but not... Uh, Nicotine. People hit a point where they enjoy having it, but nobody is going to do anything drastic to get their hands on it. It's not like Dragon's Blood. Righty. Well... Dragon's Blood is an extremely addictive substance yes. right. that confers uh, the ability to do to cast spells to non-magic users. So that, that would be addictive. Not just in their head, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's not where they think they're casting spells and you just see them pointing like pew pew. <laughs> you also see the devastation. Um so so yeah. Um we yeah, we, we had paid for uh, Salona was bringing Abstentia into the city. We paid for it to be intercepted, and uh, it was it was intercepted. But then we got double crossed uh, by the the person transporting. So the Carrion has it. Hey. Last we know, well, last we know, Carrion gave he delivered gave he, it to he, Dask, he Dask which it. is worse because uh, now Dask has it yes. and is pulling it on the street. Hate the dramatic irony that's happening right now. Hate it. Because there's no way any of us know this. But you're saying that the country that's ruled by Deem Dreamins is shipping. Wait, take, take Move that down. R. Deem Dreamins? Dream Demons. <laughs> yes. Bullrottles. <laughs> is shipping in a dream oriented drug that people really like. Yes. Unfortunately, all Hob knows about Sarlona is that they talk funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, I have a lead, like I said. Um, Vigo's shuffling some papers around on his desk. You can't read. Um, there's an information broker that we've done dealings with before named Gorn Vorax. Uh, he's a Triton that operates uh, in the city. And he, he deals in black market goods, but also information. And 
when we kind of put out feelers to see if we could find out who the carrion is, uh, Rhodes led to Gorn knowing, uh, ha potentially having his identity. So, um, the issue being, because there's always an issue, uh, his asking price is absurd. Uh, so we would like you all to do what you all do and obtain it, uh, free of, well, not for, we're, we're obviously going to pay you for obtaining it, but less than, yeah, you understand. Yes. And actually it would be cheaper just based on your labor costs. We're paying more, more about sending a message, you know, like going to trying to strong on it, strong on us. So, um, Reynard and Milo. Perception checks. Um, Sit in this room. <laughs> P E R C E P. Uh, nope. Nope. <laughs> All right, Deep Dreaming. Now you calm down. <laughs> Thankfully, I don't ever say anything too dumb. <laughs> Two purple difficulty. Milo, you can have a boost die. I think I did it. You did not. Oh, yep. <clears throat> one success, one threat for Reynard. Take a point of strain. How much difficulty did you say? Two purple. Two purple. Please. I have, how do I have a threat? Uh, four oh, there was a, yeah, one success. One success. You're right. Four success, two threat. Four success, two threat. Um, go ahead and take two more points of strain. Um, you both noticed, uh, just because you all weren't talking, um, paying attention. <laughs> uh, Jason is like constantly just eyes shifting over to you, Milo. Just and you know, you can sometimes feel people exude a certain energy. Um, it's not good. Like, Jason seems to be real agitated and aggravated and is just glancing over at Milo and not, not like staring daggers, but enough to where yeah. you all notice. Uh, any any question? I can give you the location of Gorn. Uh, but otherwise, can't, I just that's what I got for you. So you'll get information from Gorn or somehow. Uh, Gorn, Gorn said that he has the identity. He is asking 5,000 gold pieces uh, okay. for. So get the info without paying and find this carrion. Correct. And bring him back. And then also retrieve the shipment. Yes, yes. And once you find the identity or once you get the information, you can come back here and I, I might be able to give you more leads once I know the identity. Carrion might be a Carrion might be somebody that operates in the underworld and they just have their identity split. So once we have a name, yes. we might be able to get more information, or they might just be an unknown entity in the city. So Yes, very very good. Um but uh, yeah. Any any questions, concerns? Anything you need from me? Yeah, just I'm just wondering this carrion character. I mean, you know, we abduct him and bring him back. I, I assume it's not going to be pleasant for him. Oh no, he double crossed so the claim. What if? Why not us just find the identity and let? the people that do those sorts of things take it from there. What do you mean people that do those sorts of things? Well, if you're going to kill him, 
once he's retrieved? I mean, we have people that do that sort of thing. I mean, can they just track him down after we know who he is and take care of it that way instead of us bringing him back? Milo, we do. He's saying this as he's looking at a piece of paper. We do not do assassinations in Boromar Clan. Yes, but we. We have the goals that are like militant for us, but that's more for if Das gets in our territory and we need to send out people to to knock him out. They're they're a blunt hammer. Yes. I need a scalpel. All right, I, I understand. Well, it was now, a- like I said, bring them bring them in, and we'll take care of that part. Yes. You don't need to worry about it. Yes. If it looks like they might get away, then you know we're not going to be upset if you don't return them alive but we want them yes so they're expendable yes yes yeah good word right not expendable i was just trying the roundabout way to get them to why don't you hire the people that can do this to do it <laughs> well i i believe i'm i'm ready whenever you all are I just want to make sure that Jeff has the story right. Okay. Um, we hired Carrion to intercept the shipment. And they did that. But then once they did that, instead of bringing it to us, they sold it to Dask. That's the extent of the issue. Okay, great. It, it felt like there was something I was missing. Like there was another part that I was missing. But okay, great. No, yeah, that's the, that's the problem. <clears throat> All right. We good? Um... Uh, payment for services rendered for this particular job uh, will be 20 gold each, since it is a pretty big ask. Um, so, and do you all need any materials, anything to get, we can do partial advance up front if you all need to get supplies. Uh, I mean, I don't imagine there's anything different than what you all have done before, so think of anything if it was a budget for supplies i'm sure i could come up with something but an advance on my payment for supplies no i need nothing thank you all right great you can expense that on your taxes Uh, reynard (laughs) reynard when you get the 20 gold please keep track of it (laughs) (laughs) yes the first step was sobering up the second step is keeping track of my finances It's a process. <laughs> we are proud of you. I, I don't think we say it enough. Um, and you all, you all know, you don't need to make a check or anything. Like, Vigo's being very pleasant. Like, yeah, right. And it no, seems, I noticed. Well, and I said, this is weird. <laughs> but he, he's kind of been that way a little bit. He softened a little. Yeah, he's kind um, of softened up some, I've noticed. Mm. I mean, it's not going to make Hob like him, but okay. <laughs> Uh, Gorn's uh, located in Lower Dura, so you can head down there to find him. Um, and he'll be able to get you, well, you will be able to get the information you need from him. All right. Um, you said he is a Triton? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go see a fish man. It's a fish man, right? Well, yeah. they don't, they live underwater, but they look like people. Like they're. Oh. <laughs> Everything I've seen there. Like fishman. No, they're they're just blue. Okay. <laughs> um blue. Or like the blue man group. What kind of blue man? 
Well, <laughs> they're not they're not dome on the head, but uh, you're getting the right idea. Um, okay, so um, anything that you all are doing before you go to visit Gorn? Any prep? Any discussions? Obviously, people probably have feelings about this job. Yeah, once we're like out of earshot, mm-hmm. are we really abducting, abducting someone? Are we doing that? Certainly, what it sounds like. No, no, they no, no. Want I didn't. That's do. not what I asked. No, I heard what, what I heard. What you asked? Yes. Are we going to do that? I, I certainly hope you're right about it. And did we know that four more dealt in drugs? Yeah, that's... I kind of thought we knew they didn't do that. Yes, I was always under the impression that it was to like keep them off the streets that they would. But didn't you and get rid of the didn't you and Kath go yes, like, beat I, up a bunch I of people in fact, um, specifically for that kind of nonsense? Not too long ago, destroyed a what oh, dragon blood fool's hope, a fool's hope uh, manufacturing facility. We better hope you guys around fool's hope. I know that much for sure. Perhaps they are going to keep it off the street. What? Yeah, I mean, and, and Hub Hub does a slow turn to Milo. Well. With yeah, I mean that's the history, though, right? Of the Boromar. From yeah, what they I normally don't. Yeah, they. Yeah, they so keep... Milo would naturally think perhaps they want because that's what they've done. If Hob had eyebrows, one of them would be raised quite high oh, right yeah. now. You can draw them on if you. <laughs> <laughs> we could tattoo them. No, Harris would not actually suggest that. Puts a finger up there and raises it. <laughs> No, um, I don't. I don't feel right about it. Well, I mean, I I don't feel right about killing people sometimes, but we've had to do it. I mean, are usually people that are attacking, attacking us. us and trying to hurt us. Yes, if I have to kill somebody in the course of doing a job, I'm willing to do that. If my job is to abduct someone to be. Likely mercilessly, ruthlessly killed. But the, then again, if, if he attacks us and fights, I mean, we're apt to perhaps kill him or if, if we can't disable him. Well, maybe when we find him, it, we could simply escort him. That's kind of the same there, but... Um, well, if, if, look, he needs if, to be held to account. willingly for a drink. I believe he likely needs to be held to account. I think that we should find him. And then make the decisions that feel most appropriate once we've done that. But as far as blindly accepting this job as offered, I don't I don't like it, no. Well we're not going to abduct this person and take them back to be Murdered. tortured, yes. right? That's not that's yes. not what we're going to do. I, well, there's per, not perhaps. there's not a situation where we end up down there and we decide that's the appropriate thing to do. Well, perhaps we just try to put the fear into him that his stop what you're doing. You better flee, Sean, and you know they stick around here. You will die, right? Because the psychopath that work that we work for. Is sending people out to abduct him. That, like, I'm talking about warning him that a psychopath we work for is trying to get him. 
But if we don't do it, he's just going to send someone else. Right, but I'm saying we're currently employed by the bad guy in this situation. Right. I'm not necessarily saying the other guy is the good guy. Right. Because, you know, he's... You know, if I was in the situation the Carrion seems to be in now, I'd happily give up a finger and fake my own death and get out of here. We're going to cut someone's finger off? We're going to offer. We're going to offer to cut someone's finger off? Well, I suppose if we say, hey, this would likely go away if we can make it credibly uh, appear that we've killed you. We can offer that he cuts it off himself. Listen, it was, you know, I realize now the mistake I made. I said something that seemed concrete to this assembled group. Uh, hypothetical, I made it seem too concrete. <clears throat> yes. All right, what happened? Nothing. All right. Nothing that you know about. Eric is rolling. I know something, but well, I don't know anything. <laughs> while we talk. You messed up my arrangement. At, at the very least, we're going to talk to Gorn Vorox. I think that's a good start. Okay. Here's why. Regardless of what we decide to do, if we don't appear to be doing anything, he will bypass us. So if your concern is the safety of the carrion, attempting to find him is the safest thing for him. If your concern is staying in the good graces of the Boromars, talking to Gorn Vorox is our best step there as well. But weren't we kind of told to go beat some information out of Gorn Vorox? Was it beat? Did I missed that well, part? I mean, he's asking he for money, to... and we were told to go do it without paying him. I'm pretty... I'm, I'm quite convincing. I, I just... And I'm, you're even more convincing when I'm around. I can't explain it. You just have to go with me. <laughs> Rob, I'm like, I'm good at... I could make a deal with him. Well, I was looking but... at Reynard when I said oh, that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wonder if there's some kind of spell I could cast to make somebody give me information. Only one guy here knows that answer. Oh, well, I'm not sure. That's not like necessarily. That. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, it's not necessarily Milo. <laughs> uh, might, I might think about that. I mean, what could go wrong? Well, <laughs> he get teleported um, to somewhere else, somewhere new and exciting today. Hey, maybe you should try to teleport the carrion and just see where he goes. We took care of it for you, Vigo. Look, uh, Hob is voting to go and talk to Gorn Vorox. Right. Seconded. All right. Off we go. Okay. So you all head down to Lower Dura, uh, specifically to the Ka uh, Kalistan uh, district. Um, it's the end district. Of um, uh, of Lower Dura, um, dirty vermin everywhere, um, and uh, until <coughs> um, until recently, this uh, was Bormar turf, but Dask basically. There's been a lot of turf wars. Uh, a lot of goals have been uh, killed in the fighting in this district. And recently, basically, Boromar has largely written off their their hold on the district. Um, Dask has kind of moved in. It's not like every street corner has Dask standing around. But Milo, 
your friend that would collect from Kalistan no longer collects from Kalistan. Boromar doesn't have that kind of reach to take protection money from merchants here. So, um, so yeah, um, you all are here, uh, and you see a sign where Vigo directed you, um, that says, uh, Gorn superb emporium above the doorway of like a dingy little shop. Uh, the word emporium is generous, uh, if not delusional. Um, and so, uh, what, what's the plan? You all are outside the shop. How, how, does, it, uh, does it look as though the shop is the, uh, oc- occupied, uh, heavily populated? Nobody's in there. Um, the, the windows that you can see are grimy. You okay. can't see really well, but you don't see people walking around browsing or anything. Like okay. that. I think I turned to Milo. I say, um, you want me to, you want me to do the thing? Because back when we used to go to do collections, occasionally people wouldn't feel like doing collections. And so Hob would do the thing, and the thing is what we're all thinking. He would walk in, flip the sign to close, and lock the door. Okay. So I turned to Milo, and I said, do you want me to, uh, you want me to tell them they're closed? Well, you know, I mean, sounds like as good an option as any. So yes, I do believe so. I turned to the other two who've never been with us on this, and I say, we're, we're going to walk in now. Are we all walking? We're all walking in. Okay. So the four of us walk in. Uh, Hob opens the door, ushers those three in, closes the door, and then does exactly what he said. He locks it and flips the close sign. Okay. And if I need to flip a story point so that it locks and there's a close sign, I'll do that. Sure. Yeah. We'll say that. Um, okay. So as you all walk in and Milo or Hob, as soon as you click it and flip the close sign, uh, you hear a voice say, Halt intruders. Um, Keep your hands where I can see them. And you all see uh, like a cannon, like from the war, pivot and kind of... And you see like a floating lighting implement floating above it. You have five seconds to identify yourselves. And you faintly see like uh, an apparition Mm -hmm. of somebody that looks like a pirate holding this implement. And... Another apparition appears near the counter and is like, I'm sure they're customers. You can not be so touchy about it. Identify yourselves. Who are you? What the? We're customers. Uh, (laughs) You see a Triton walk out from the back room and like, stop it. Stop it. You're going to scare away my customers. Is that a ghost? Yes, that ghost. The place is haunted. Um, (laughs) I didn't see this coming. Nope. (laughs) How can I? How can I help you? <clears throat> Why did you all do that? I I was certain that I had the sign open. Um, yes, actually, um, we wanted to speak to you without any interruption. Oh, well, apologies for the zeal of my spirits, but what can I do for you? Does Hob does Hob know the lighting implement is tangible? Like, yeah, it was like, like, yeah, picked it up and like struck it and it was, it like, was hovering. Yeah. Is it put out yet? As soon as he dismissed okay. the ghost, it, it cl- clattered to the floor. <laughs> I was going to walk over and take it. Wait, <laughs> what kind of establishment is this? Uh, a, a junk shop. It's, oh, yeah. Dang it. A haunted it a bar. junk shop. So the spirit shop? serves spirits. Yeah, it's a curio shop. Eris is like, 
Eris has forgotten why we are here. <laughs> Eris is shop. Eris be shopping. Yeah. Mm, it is. Like it women is, in 90s comedy. It, it, it is stuff that either you was found in the, be. <laughs> the ruins of Sharn or uh, battlefields from the last war. Like stuff that was collected and picked up. Of curiosity. Eris <laughs> be shopping right up until Eris be floundering because she saw something that reminded her of the war. Right. Eris be crumpling. Are things... Is it like a i mean you say it's a junk shop is it that everything's just sort of piled in bins like a scrap shop or are things labeled as to what they are or their provenance more like a, like a, a decent antique shop or something like that um it would be it would be kind of a mix it would be like um uh, I'm, I, there are specific stores that I've been to that I obviously can't reference because that will mean nothing to anybody but Jeff. Just say the brothers and let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> There's a shop called the brothers where sections are clearly labeled and like bigger items are labeled and priced. Um, but then there will be just tubs that say like insignias or medals. Right. And it's just okay. a catch all. There's going to be a tub. bookshelf full of PS1 games with no prices on them. <laughs> you just have to kind of guess what. <laughs> yeah. So they're, yeah, they're, they're, and uh, any of you that have any inclination towards organization and tidiness, the bookshelf where he has books is just the biggest tragedy. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Eris is probably digging through the insignia. Okay. Um, what are you all doing? <clears throat> oh, yeah. there's a, yes, from, from the war. The, the, well, going back uh, to the days of Galifah, in fact. it's, it's quite, Some awesome. of them are quite old. Hob just looks at him and says, you're, you're Vorn. Uh, Gorn. Yeah, that's what I said. I would have gotten it right. <laughs> Just give me a break. Hob would have done it right. You're Gorn Vorox. Gorn Vorox, right. Um, oh my gosh. Jeff just brain farted. He is he he knows who the Carrion is and we're trying to get it out of him, yes? Yes. Okay. You, you, the clan has put out feelers and word mm-hmm. on the street is that Gorn knows who the Carrion is or has <laughs> right. the information. Uh, well, for some reason that I don't know why... The bookshelf really bothered Reynard, so he's just going over and organizing it. <laughs> Every time there's an opportunity for one of you to ask a question while I loom and really make things easier, you all wander off. Milo's still there. I'm still there. Okay. <laughs> um, you didn't want to make a deal with this guy, so Eris is not going to be useful. So I'm not against Eris, making a deal, but he needs to know who we are and what sure. we've got first. But Eris is out of the way. Okay. Eris is not going to be a problem during this. Right that is, now. you know what? That is fair. <laughs> that is helpful. Now that there are ghosts. <clears throat> um, I think Hob just says. Um, as, as Reynard, as you're putting books on the shelf, as you go down to grab another one, you notice, a, like, you see just faintly the end of a book that you just put being moved somewhere else. <laughs> the whole time, Reynard's just like, it's a missed opportunity on making this a bar, spirit serving spirits. <laughs> anyway. Milo. <laughs> I was just saying there were ghosts. All right, now Hobbs, the, the one then, Hobbs says, um, no. Mr. Vorox, uh, we don't mean you any trouble. <laughs> Gorn, please. Yeah, Gorn, we don't mean you any trouble. I certainly hope not. Oh, uh, no. Uh, I, I wanted to. Um, Typically, when people start a sentence with that, though, they do. Well, yeah, I start intentions because of the door locking thing, and I wanted to make sure you understood. That this simply is to ensure privacy. Okay. I'm not going to beat around the bush. We've been told that you know information about a person. That's information that we need. 
And the more forthcoming you are, the easier this is going to be for all of us. And again, it simply means from a chronological perspective. I have information on lots of people, so you need to be more specific. Yeah, I figured I might. Um, our employer paid a character that calls themselves the Carrion. Ah. And the Carrion double-crossed our employer. As you might know, under, as you might understand, as a business owner yourself, gestures grandly to the stuff on the floor near him. Uh, he says, um, that's the sort of thing that we would like to be remunerated for. He, does, he doesn't say one way or another. <laughs> I see. Well, I, I did reach out to your employers um, with a price uh, that I'd be willing to part that, with that information for. So have you come to deliver payment? Not as such. I see. We've not been authorized to pay you. However, I see. I did not come here with well, the statue in- makes more sense now. I did not come here with the intent to harm you. <laughs> uh, I, I want to assure you that they do send me because I can. That's not why I'm here. I'm here simply to come to some other understanding. But but yes, you're correct. I've not been authorized to give you a cent. Well, and I don't have my own sense to give you. Let's, let's just yeah, get yeah, that yeah. out of there. So many yellow to be rolling for something. I'm making rolls that the players don't know what they are. Yeah. For, for the, it's really not happened much before, so it's purposes. pretty unnerving now. I know, that, exactly. It's never happened before. Uh, certainly never when we've been at the table before that we would have known. And it is fresh, not frustrating, but sort of like, unnerving is a good word for it. Okay. Crazy uh, making, I think is what I'm trying to say. Uh, so Gorn begins to... He pulls out some drawers behind. He's like, well, uh, I will assure you, despite uh, the your your presumptions about my request and how your employer may have framed it, um, as you are probably aware, this uh, used to be Boromar territory, and I enjoyed it very much. I enjoyed work, uh, working under the thumb of your employers as opposed to my new overlords. Uh, but... If I'm going to double-cross my new overlords for your employer, I need uh, to go somewhere else. Uh, And so uh, I can't stay here. Um, So that is why I requested the large sum for transportation out of the country. Um, And, you know, getting started in a new new city, yada, yada, yada. Um, You You went out of the country? You don't yes. want to just relocate. We, I bet we could find a space for you somewhere in Boromar territory. Uh, Dask would, if I stay in this city, Dask would be able to find me, mostly because I operate in the underworld. I need to have my name out there, need to have my location, so they would easily find me. So I hear Andea is lovely this time of year, Carnath uh, is a bit drab, but uh, it is severe. And Does Raynor know any Stormlords we could hook them up with? <laughs> <laughs> Send them no. out to Zendrick? <laughs> um... At this point, you all hear a banging on the door, um, and uh, anybody that looks through the mm-hmm. windows, uh, you see a familiar face. Um, Cannon ghost, go tell them we're closed. It's it's a lion shifter that you all had a run in with down in the cog. Yeah, that was during the um, uh, the one that's really Natalie dressed, right? 
one that the Noel and the Lion were both really. He's the one from the the the, the fire. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. Um. So yeah, you see a lion shifter banging on the door. Got a couple of dask goons with him, and you hear, Gorn, open the door. I have words. Uh, bread truck. Uh, I, I don't know what to do in this situation. So, huh, 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 huh. Because he's very big, and my lock is very bad. How, how, how far large is the shop? Um, I nothing is longer than short distance away. It's back a, it's room. A really, it's a really small shop. There is a back room. I mean, it's. I'm not looking for it to hide. I just want to know how lost Eris is in here. As uh, oh, sure. yeah, yeah. yeah you like you would be able to. Yeah, it's a very small street-level shop. I think that Hob, again, wanting to stay on the right side of this person, says, "Um, we can step out of eyeline um, if you'd like to answer that. So you stay in their good graces while you're here. So does that, would that be does that be what you need, Gorn? Uh, sure, that'd be lovely. <clears throat> Hob gestures at Reynard because he can still see Reynard. Milo's right next to him, and he kind of goes, "Eris, ah, uh, follow the sound of my voice to this room." And we go to the we go to the back room. Gorn, shut the door. Um, you hear footsteps as Gorn runs around the counter and unlocks it. So sorry, Marosh. What's uh, going on? I. Um, I I genuinely don't know. <laughs> here's a here's what happened. One of those Castellaner D bags showed up. Castellaner. <laughs> that's the uh wait. That's the that's the wine maker. Oh. <laughs> Castellaner wines. Yep. Give me the name again, because I like it Dask. Castellaner. Dosk. Well, right. What's the what's oh, the district that we're Yeah, in yeah, yeah. Oh, oh the, the, yeah, the district yep. is uh Calistan. Yeah, Calistan. Uh one of those Dask guys is wanted to talk to Gord and I thought maybe just to stay on his good side, we just kind of stay out the way for a moment, let them have their interaction so he stays on their good side. Well, if he decides to stay Hope on their good side by telling, telling them that he's got yes. a bunch of Boromach goons trapped oh, in the back room. Uh, sorry, my bad. It's the lion from, remember that night that we got in the fight around the fire around the uh, around uh, Sigil's home? Uh-huh. If we stayed out there, there's going to be a fight. So... Wait, why were the Dask people up there? Up where? Wasn't isn't Sigil's home up on our level? No, Sigil is down. Sigil's on your level. Okay. Well, I don't know why they weren't there. I didn't take the time to ask. And if you remember, they like literally disappeared. So even after the fight was over, we couldn't talk to them. So if we would have stayed out there, there would have been a fight. If we come in here, here, there, there may might not, not be a fight. fight. All right. Because I um, wasn't there at that time with the, the light. And I'd hate to destroy his cannon or whatever's out there. <laughs> Hob didn't look at it. Hob didn't look at shelf one out there. He was not shopping. Um, okay, so you all hear uh, loud voices. You hear Morash, who you've heard you've heard speak before, um, basically screaming at Gorn that he sold him uh, some defective magical implements. Um, and you hear Morash saying, I want 300 gold. Plus an additional 50 for selling me bunk equipment. You need to learn who your new bosses are. 
I do not have that kind of money on, on hand. I can't, I couldn't possibly. Um, and then you hear, you want us to take care of it? And no, no, that's not necessary. They look awfully, they, they look like they shouldn't be here. No, 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 that's, that's fine. And I'm going to. Do you think any of these pirates, these ghosts, no orphan? <laughs> that's a great question. Orphan's a pirate. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's how he say that's how that's how I know him. <laughs> well, he's got fish everywhere in his <laughs> restaurant. It's a failure with four advantage. So um yeah. You all hear an eardrum cracking boom. Oh no come man. out. Failed the uh charm check to talk down the ghost. Oh no. Um <clears throat> end of episode. That could be good for us, though. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation surrounding this episode, you can head over to our Discord, the link to which you can find on all of our socials at the Geek Pantheon on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Geek Pantheon. We have another actual play over there, Kyber Shards, that Philip is the GM for, and the link to our Discord is in all of the video descriptions for all the videos we upload over there. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the Geek Pantheon which is uh, where you can support these shows financially if you so desire. And a huge thank you to all of our wonderful patrons. And yeah, thank you all so much for listening. I've been your Game Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. See you next time.